0: how's it going today guys back here live in the studio for the episode of hot takes with tp3 once again i'm your host thomas penland joined on thursday april 14th 2022 by aria atari aria say what's up to the people back again it's uh it's my lucky week yeah twice in a row this week i had to call in aria to talk a little nba with me um Last night I was in attendance for that ass whooping that my Hawks handed to the Charlotte Hornets in Atlanta. Um, definitely fun to be back in a playoff environment, man. Just get—I mean, I guess it's postseason since these stats don't even technically count towards playoffs or towards yeah. regular season. So we'll just call it the postseason to make it sound even. Um, anyway, though, we're gonna run through the entire East and West Conference playoffs. We're gonna do a bracket style to make it kind of fun for y'all. So that means we're going to end up giving y'all our championship and champion and tell y'all why they're going to win. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, I hope everyone's ready for a ride. Ari, are you ready for a ride? Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, we probably should have factored in the playing games um, and counted those for part of the bracket on the earlier podcast. But whatever, living and learn.
0: Yeah, I mean, we still said who we thought we were going to win. And so far, we're
1: sure we did do that. We did do that.
0: Yeah, so far we're I so far we we both picked the Clippers, but then we both had all the win the Nets, obviously the Hawks.
1: Three, three and one, three and one.
0: Yeah, three and one, not bad. And then we both have the. So I have the Hawks, obviously making it. You have the Hawks or the Cavs.
1: I'll go Atlanta in that one just because I don't know about Allen's injury, but is it Bogdanovich? He may be out.
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, he's been questionable for the last couple of weeks, but
1: like a serious one. Yeah,
0: if I had to guess, he's gonna play. I mean, it's probably something that definitely bothers him, but he's definitely gonna give it a go. I mean, we need I'll go with
1: Atlanta. They just have the best player in that game. now, granted, they're coming off a day less rest than Cleveland, but um I'll go with Atlanta. Trey Young. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way too. I'm going with Atlanta, Trey Young. I think Trey can do what he needs to for us. Um on the flip side of things, the West, they'll play the second game tomorrow. Clippers versus the Pelicans. I mean, I don't think the Pelicans have a chance here. I mean, the Pelicans fed off the home crowd. They did let the Spurs back in that game last night, but the Spurs couldn't close it out. I just feel like the way that everything has rolled out. I mean, Tyloo's got to be able to get it done here. I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't score down the stretch. Everything went their way, and they blew that. Kind of blew that one against Timberwolves. I think the the Clippers will get it done here.
1: Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm with you on that. Obviously, I, we had the Clippers beating the. Timberwolves in yeah. uh, the first playing and mean, that didn't happen. And, you know, it kind of came down to the wire. Edwards and uh, and Russell really helped Minnesota pull it away uh, towards the end there while Towns was in foul trouble. But I will go with the Clips. Just, I think, Paul George. I mean, that third quarter he had against Minnesota, He was, it looked like vintage Paul George. Now, I think he can do that again against uh, New Orleans. I mean, yeah, Ingram will guard him. I don't think of Ingram as, like, this defensive Yeah. Type. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, with the Clippers as well. So that's it for the plan.
0: Yeah, playing should be fun tomorrow. Let's be honest; we don't need to spend too much time on these teams. These teams probably don't have a chance in the first round speaking the first round we'll go first round to eastern conference where the winner of the hawks and the um, Cavs is going to be taking on the number one seed in the eastern conference go down to the uh to the shores of miami is the miami heat are going to be hosting them um currently the series price on this one is not going to be up but if i had to guess it's going to be around like four minus 405 500 somewhere in there maybe even more than that maybe even like minus 800 let's put it this way the Heat are gonna be a heavy favorite Aria, is there any possible way that we can say that an f- upset is going to be pulled here in this first series?
1: Possible, sure, right? Because I think the the recipe is first off, Collins coming back, Trey Young catching fire and being the best player in the series, which yeah, he's capable of it, right? Like I don't think like Butler or bio or Lowry or any of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, may I mean head and shoulders better than him. It's not like a series where you know who the best guy is going to be right away. Um, I think Atlanta could pull up an upset maybe in six or seven, but I'm not going to pick it. Um, Just I'm going to go with Miami just because I think, you know, obviously they have the infrastructure, they're battle tested. Uh, I really like how heroes played this season after kind of a sophomore. I like their other guys too. Like, you know, we talk a lot about uh, this Miami team and what they did in the bubble that one year. Uh, when they made it all the way to the NBA Finals. But I like some of the pieces they have from guys who weren't even on that bubble team, like Struce, like Martin, like.
0: Is Struess better than Duncan Robinson at this point?
1: Yeah, no, he for sure. Is. Absolutely. And they're paying Robinson 90 million over five years. Like,
0: I feel um, like Robinson's yeah. tradable though. You know, a lot of teams in the league want a shooter like that. I mean, what would Milwaukee give to have Duncan Robinson, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean. I remember that Celtics game uh, when Miami played them towards the end of the year. Stoops didn't miss. Like he's one of those guys that just when he shoots it, you have such a high degree of confidence. He's like the opposite of uh, I don't even know who I I couldn't think of somebody off the top of my head, but you know what I'm you know Jordan Clarkson. No, I think Jordan Clarkson is going to make shots. It's like I mean this is bad comparison, but like whenever Blake Griffin would shoot a three, I never thought that was going in. Um,
0: (laughs) When he played for the Clippers, I did from three. Yeah, dude. Blake used to be, Blake used to be like a borderline like top ten player in the league there for a while.
1: Um, who I was about to say, Kendrick Nunn in the finals that year when Miami lost to the Lakers, there was no way that man was making a shot.
0: No shot. He really. Uh, he hadn't even played an NBA game since.
1: That's who. Uh, but that's who. What's his name? Reminds me of who were we just talking about? Can you remember?
0: Um. Damn it, I forgot who we were talking about too.
1: <laughs> Somebody on Miami, right?
0: Yeah, anyway, continue, keep going.
1: Whoever it was, that's who. Um, it reminds me of that guy, like not being able to make a shot. Having, oh, Struz being the opposite of that. That's what yeah. it was. Jeez, um, that was a bad tangent. Um, anyways, I'm going Miami. I like the depth. I like, like their experience. Um, Miami.
0: Yeah, I mean, as much as so I'm the Atlanta guy, you know, I'd love to sit here and tell you guys the Hawks are a pull upset. I will say this, that my thing for the Hawks is – John Collins is a torn plantar fascia. I tore my plantar fascia. I'm still not back all the way. Obviously, I don't have $100 million practice facilities to rehab my stuff like John Collins does, so maybe he can get back a little quicker. But I will say this, too, though. I think John Collins will come back if we can pull an upset in one of the first games. I do think these teams that played cuz think about it. These teams haven't taken an entire week off from playing basketball since the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a little bit out of sync. I mean, I feel like that the I feel like these teams who played in the play in can pull a upset in the first game or you know catch them at least sleeping in the first half a little bit. But at the same time, when I look at it, you know, I just feel like Atlanta, Miami is built around defense. I feel like, and so the way Miami's defense is built, I feel like it's they're going to make it tough on Trey Young, make him give the ball up. And this rest of these guys haven't been that good. Atlanta looked so good last night because everybody stepped up, and that's really what I think Atlanta is going to need here is other guys step up. Ultimately, though, I say he get it done in six man. All the reasons you said they just have too many bodies to throw at you.
1: Yeah. Now, Lambs got a lot of guys too. Um... And you know, I think didn't every starter have double figures in the uh, in the win last night? Yeah. So like, you know, they have they have guys too, and they got Bogdanovich off the bench. And Collins comes back, but that's like seven. I don't know if they can go eight or nine like Miami can. But in the playoffs, do you need to? I don't think no. so. So um, that's the recipe for Atlanta. I just don't trust their guys as much as I do the Miami guys, and I think that's why. But anyways.
0: No, I agree with you completely on that. I just feel like Miami's, you know, I mean, both teams have definitely been there, but at the same time, Miami's just more deep in everything. But, yeah, let's move on to, to the next series here. We're not going to waste all the time talking about we're 1-8 and there's going to be no upset happening there. Let's go. Let's keep going down the bracket here. Let's go to – should we go 4-5 or you think we should go 2-7? Your show. Sure. All right, 2-7 it is then, man. We're going 2-7. Obviously, the winner of this will play the three and the six. Um, the current two seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Um, a lot of us probably didn't see it coming this way, but the Celtics decided they wanted to play it out. Your boys, Boston Celtics, two seed Aria. And we have the seven seed, the Brooklyn Nets. If you told me that before the season started, this is the way it would have been. I would say flip-flop it and you got it right. I'll talk about this one first since your team's obviously involved before here. the
1: season, talk about maybe like halfway into the season.
0: Yeah, the Celtics – I mean, the Celtics team really changed halfway through the season. Also, though, I mean, the Celtics did have the most one-loss losses to start the season off, you know. So a lot of that is randomness and luck, and the good luck got on their side the second half of the season. And I think the new coach and all that – really, I feel like the turning point in the season for the Celtics was when Marcus Smart – was when we were saying they need to split up Tatum and Brown. And Marcus Smart said, whoa, 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 I can play point guard and be the point guard of the team. I feel like that's when the Celtics turned things around. And ever since then, they really haven't looked back. And look, when I look at the Nets, everybody's saying Ben Simmons is going to come back and be the difference maker. I really don't think Ben Simmons is going to be the difference maker. He hasn't played basketball since this time last year.
1: We already talked about that on Monday's show.
0: Yeah, we're not going to go into great detail about the Ben Simmons factor and effect of things as he should be back though game four through game six. My biggest thing is when I look at the way these two teams match up, I feel like Boston has all the advantages matchup wise. I think Robert Williams could be back sooner than later. I mean, Andre Drummond's not going to be on the floor in meaningful minutes in the fourth quarter. It's simply not going to happen. They don't match up with Boston defensively. Like, okay, Kevin Durant can guard Jason Tatum. Well, who the hell is going to guard Jalen Brown? You know, Bruce Brown is not going to guard Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's way bigger than him. I mean, Marcus Smart's a defensive plug who's going to give Kyrie problems. All the Celtics wings play good defense. I feel like the Celtics ultimately have the mismatches in here. I think we go seven games, but I think home court's huge when you have a crowd like Boston. Boston is going to be fired the hell up. I think Boston gets it done in seven with Marcus Smart being the X Factor.
1: Um, I hate that we agree so much, but obviously I was gonna go with the Celtics. Right? Well, not obviously. Here's the thing: if we were doing this like big picture, right? And we and this is why like, part of the reason why I wanted to do it bracket style for yeah. this, was like if we were going big picture and I had to pick a team to win the East, I would pick the Bucks just because they don't have to go to this Brooklyn team. Boston would have to go through both them, yeah, both the Brooklyn team and the Bucks and whoever they play in these finals. Bucks clearly have an easier path now. Obviously, they wouldn't have home court in a hypothetical series against Boston. I'd rather I'd rather take that than uh, have to go through this Nets team. If I'm being completely honest, um, which is why I am mad that the Bucks tanked. But they, I think they played it smart because um, Boston could have only really fell to two or four, and they didn't want to go four because of all the rumors of their players not being vaccinated against Toronto. Um, yeah. that would cause problems as well. Okay. So, like, back to the actual thing. Yeah, I think Rob Williams will be back in game six or seven is the rumor. And I honestly don't believe that Brooklyn would stand it. I think if they had Rob Williams healthy for the whole series, Boston crushes them in four or five. I really do. Um, No, I
0: agree with you completely on that. Not
1: not four. Four is a stretch. Five. I think they would beat them in five. I agree. Brooklyn's a two-man team. Um, All those guys, Bruce Brown, Claxton, uh, who else looked good in that – Playing when there was somebody else that Kyrie
0: win. Kyrie went crazy I'm,
1: I'm talking outside there's Drummond had a big game too I think um I don't think those guys are going to have the same impact on Boston Seth Curry's clearly hobbled um and I I think Boston in six or seven sounds about right depending on Rob Williams coming back I don't think Ben Simmons will make a difference at all um going with my Celtics
0: yeah, I agree with you completely on that. I just don't think Brooklyn's wings yet. Now, if Patty Mills can – right. I feel like Patty Mills has got just sort of like been completely forgotten. I mean, when's the last time he's done anything, you know? Like Goran Dragic, he's been there, but, I mean, he can't guard anybody on the floor. That's the thing. You can't have Mills – you can't put on the floor like a lineup with Mills and Dragic together and Curry at the end of the game. Those guys can't match up on anybody. I just what feel like –
1: Like Boston, like that has like wings like Brown and Tatum. And,
0: yeah. Um, Boston yeah. has huge wings. That's the thing. And, I mean, Marcus like, – but it's he dangerous too. White. Well, yeah, Derek White's six five, right? Or six disgusting. four. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Unfortunately, I mean, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm pretty chalky on these first-round matchups, but I definitely have some upsets more in the second round for you guys. I just feel like things will play out. Let's go to a series where I know a lot of people like the underdog to win this one. The Toronto Raptors taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers are the three-seed. The Raptors are the six-seed. 76ers currently a minus-185 favorite. Raptors at plus-155 to win this series. What do you think is happening here, Arya?
1: I think this is the one that everyone tries to get cute. And say mm-hmm. Toronto, you know you got Van Bleach, Siakam, Barnes. Is OG playing? Do we know that?
0: I don't know, but you know, you know they have a way better rating with OG off the floor than on the floor. Is that true? Yeah, their rating, the rating. No, the rating's much better without him, which we would but not we don't believe. Know if he's
1: gonna be there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been in and out of the line. If I would assume, he'll probably suit up at some point in the series.
1: Okay. I mean, to me, this is just. I don't think that. Toronto has the right guys to throw it in Embiid. I really don't. I think he's gonna eat that front line, um, dominate whatever you get or don't get out of Harden, I'm not really concerned of. Um, I think between Maxi and Harris and uh, Korkmaz, uh, well, obviously you don't have Tybal on the road, um, Niang, like I think you're gonna be able to get some sort of uh, additional scoring that you're not so dependent on Harden getting 30 a game. Because to be honest, I don't think he's that player anymore in this career where you can count on him for 30 a night. You especially can't count on him for that in the playoffs. When has he ever had like a vintage playoff moment ever since he left the Oklahoma City Thunder? He hasn't. um, He's not a winning player. He hasn't proven he can be. Sorry, I know this is a pro Harden show, but it's the truth. Um, But anyways – so that's why I'm, I'm rolling with Philly solely off the Embiid factor, and I don't think Toronto has the, the ability to really match up with him effectively. And okay. I, I, I would go in uh, – let's do it in seven. I'll go in seven just because the not having Tybal on the road games may cause a problem. And if Embiid's going to do a lot of a one-man show, um, then that's why. I, I'll go – actually, you know what? Let's go six. Let's just go six. I think they're a little bit better.
0: I'm going to go seven here. I think Nick Nurse is a substantially better coach, but I'm like you, man. I think it's kind of the cute pick where you're getting too cute. Think about it. What's everybody's main reasoning? Matisse Thybul yeah. can't get into Canada. It's Matisse Thybul. If you can't win without your third best player, fourth, fifth, sixth best player, <laughs> yeah, probably fifth best player. Like, come on, dude. Every single team's playing with injuries. It's what we about- have we talked about?
1: On the home games.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like them in seven. I feel like they're not really going to be able to win on the road. I feel like Philadelphia is going to be a ruckus crowd. And at the end of the day, too, what's one thing that we like to do to measure ARIO? We like to look at teams and say, who has the two best two players? Who has the two best three players? When I look at the series, they definitely have the two best players on over there with the 76ers. They have a lot more playoff experience as well. I mean, yeah, Van Vliet and Siakam do, but a lot of those other guys are young, man, that they kind of swapped in there. Like Gary Trent Jr. really hasn't played in the playoffs besides with Portland getting smacked in the first round twice. I mean, Chris Boucher never has. Scotty Barnes never has. You know, the list just goes on, on, and on with the guys who really haven't been there like that. I mean, I think Nick Nurse is a good coach. I think Doc Rivers is probably one of the worst and most overrated coaches of all time. But at the same time, yeah, I'm coming for your boy like that. I'm a, This is an anti Doc uh, Rivers I show.
1: Believe it's yeah. A rock relationship. Nobody
0: does less with more talent. I don't like the 76ers moving forward in the playoffs, but I do like them here. I just think they get it done, man. I mean, who's going to guard Embiid? You know, the Raptors don't have big men and, like that.
1: Yeah, they're, in a, they're in on that line. And this isn't a Celtics situation where, like, have they gone to Toronto, they, I mean, reportedly right would have maybe yeah. not have jalen brown and al horford those are the names being tossed out throw that in with already missing rob williams and you're out three out of five starters on the road well that's no that's that's not a position you want to be but it's just title right easier fit the starter plug in danny green to the starting lineup maybe plug yeah. in the Yang if you want to um you can make that up um so yeah i'm going to uh philly as well so
0: yeah, last point is I do think Toronto like the reason why I think it will go seven realistically. Also, like think about what what that uh, Kevin Durant said when that they beat up on Philly. He said they can't, they're too slow. They can't get back in transition. Toronto's going to want to get up and down with them, but at the end of the day, seventy six are going to slow this thing down, put it in the half court, and they're going to bully them with Embiid. I wouldn't be shocked to see Embiid drop a fifty piece in one of these games. I really would not if they play a tight game.
1: To match up with him.
0: Yeah, they don't. Exactly. He's going to go to the free throw line. They're not going to be able to foul him. and They're just going to toss into him and he's just going to get simple lands. Um,
1: average three hours, by the way.
0: Oh, absolutely. James Harden and, K- and Joel Embiid, that's free throws all season long. Anyway, let's go. You know what? Before we get to the last matchup, let's go ahead and break down who's going to win in the next part of this bracket. So,
1: Oh, you're doing it weird. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Whatever. We'll just keep on with the flow then. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go with the four five right here. We have the Milwaukee tank it out last game of the season. Who I know. I know you're mad about it. So I'll let you say your fill on it one more time at the beginning.
1: Maddest stretch. Maddest stretch. It's just okay. Like, I don't know. It, now, granted, if we get to that second round and it's Boston Milwaukee, I'm not going to be mad about it, right? Uh, or yeah. upset, whatever. But um, I mean, they did it for a reason. The Chicago team is reeling. They haven't been. This. They're not the same team that started off hot, and I remember, like, listening to podcasts at the start of the year, not this one, um, but this, people were <laughs> saying, uh, um, what were they saying? Man, Chicago's a real threat, DeMar Rosen. oh, I'm like, all right, come on, dude, it's, like, November, can we, like, I know you gotta, like, say these things just to, like, have a podcast and sound, uh, you know, like, you've been watching the league or whatever, but, like, what's the history of the NBA, right? Like, teams like that, without, like, a top 10 talent, um, they're not for the, they're not for the long haul, right? And, you know, DeRozan's been really good, but we know who he's been in the playoffs. His entire career with Toronto yep. has been embarrassing. Levine, has he ever played in the playoffs? No. Um, he hasn't, right? I'm not wrong there.
0: No, when he he got traded from Minnesota for Jimmy Butler, so now
1: Yeah. Um, he may, eh. If he has, it wasn't anything special. Um, yeah. Lonzo is not here. Caruso if you're thinking Alex Caruso is like the main reason to win a playoff series well <laughs> okay and then Vucevic has not been the same guy uh that I think they thought they were getting for when they did that trade last well, let's
0: be let's be honest about Vucevic he was just stat padding on the magic like i will admit i watched more magic games than i should be proud of but literally vucevic was basically playing like a like a lesser version of jokic pretty much in those games
1: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't it wasn't translating the wins. They made, I think no. they made the playoffs as like a seven and eight seed two years in a row. They lose to Toronto the year that they win the title and they lose to Milwaukee. Um, and that was in the bubble when they lost to yeah. Milwaukee, I believe. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't think this team is well equipped. I don't really love Billy Donovan as a coach. Um, he had I think he kind of came around towards the end there at OKC, but at the end of the day, it was never really like a great coach in my eyes. Um, at the end of the day, Milwaukee is the, def- is the defending champs, right? They have the best player, either the best or second best player in the whole conference, yeah. um, him or Durant. I-, I-, I think they sweep.
0: Yeah, so I have some stats that back it up. Look, four or five would be an easy spot to pick an upset. I don't think so, guys. The Bucks w- have the beat five. them. The Bucks have beat them fourteen straight times, and two of those times the two times that they was within single digits, Giannis didn't play.
1: Yeah, and what's that stat about Chicago versus like the top teams in the East? I think they're like one in twelve or one in.
0: Yeah, Chicago. Like I remember, even when the when the um, Brooklyn still had James Harden, when they when like it was James Harden Durant went in there at like that game that started like ten p.m. on a Wednesday, and they busted their ass. They beat them by like twenty five. Yeah, look at the beginning of the season, guys. Is what I said about Chicago. I said Chicago would play well in the regular season. They'd probably be a top four seed. I guess they ended up getting the fifth seed. But they would not be a threat in the playoffs. And it's the exact reasons all that you stated right there, Arya. I mean, this team, especially without Lonzo Ball has not been the same team. I mean, I have Zach Levine's not even re-signed long term. So I mean, he could walk in the off yeah. offseason. But um, to get to talk about the series, they don't match up with Giannis at all. Based off what I just said, they don't match up with the Bucks. Period. Drew Holiday is going to take Demar Derozan and put him in his back pocket. Chris Middleton's also a defensive nightmare. Who's going to match up on Zach Levine? Then on top of that, they have nobody to guard Giannis. Patrick Williams is not going to guard Giannis. I mean, Javante Green not going to guard Giannis. Derrick Jones Jr. not going to guard. I mean, Giannis is going to destroy them.
1: Yeah. Lopez has also been coming on as of late too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Vucevic is going to be out on the perimeter cuz both Portis and Lopez can shoot the 3. It's kind of like when they go to the bench and bring in Portis they get the exact same thing that they're getting from Lopez. Love
1: Bobby Portis.
0: Oh, that's my boy. That's my boy. Don't Oh, that's another story for another day. Um all right, Aria, let's let's go back to the other series. So, we both now are with the, we got the 76ers. It'll be versus and, Miami. Yeah, they're going to be versus Miami here. You see it no, no, 76ers are, are the three seeds. So they're playing. Miami. Yeah, they're playing. Oh, they're not? They're the four. Oh, wow. I'm an idiot. For some reason, I thought they were the three seed. Yeah, so, so 76ers I'm play versus Miami. Paul Sean. 76ers play Miami here. What do you think? Uh,
1: I was hoping you were going to go first. Um, I will go with <laughs> Philly. I don't love the pick, but I also don't love picking a team that – against Joel Embiid. Like, I just don't think Miami has the guy on his level. I think they can match up well. It's not like the Toronto series where Embiid can just feast on their front line. No, I mean, they got Bam who could, they could throw at him, right? Yeah. Um, Miami has guys who can guard Harden uh, with Butler – um you know Lowry's obviously passed that he's going to be the one guarding Harden though but they have and they can throw Tucker at Harden so they have the guys right yeah um, and as I'm talking this through more and more and more I just like the matchup for Miami um better against Philly so I'm actually changing my pick I'm picking the heat and let's go with let's go in six
0: okay um I so that. I
1: can't believe I just did that but
0: <laughs> I mean hey it's okay. I honestly hate this matchup completely. These two teams went two and two against each other in the regular season. I know one of the games of the Heats or the 76ers sat everybody that they lost to the Heat. Um look. I want to pick Philly as being a James Harden guy. Y'all know I'm a certified Heat hater. I just think the Heat got a great, got a great a uh, great draw here, guys. I feel like this has played out in their favor. All the reasons I said, Spole is one of the better coaches in the NBA. I think he's a great coach. Doc Rivers I do not think is a good coach. I feel like Spolster can dial something up to get the ball out of Embiid's hands and frustrate Embiid. I mean, Bam's kind of an active center, man. I feel like Bam is what Joel Embiid doesn't want to be matched up with defensively. Tobias Harris, I mean, he's going to have to be the X Factor and come through and give him something this series. They got bodies. I mean, PJ's... also, feel like PJ Tucker. You know, he played with James Harden. People forget all his years in Houston. He's got to have PJ Tucker is a dog on the defensive end. He knows how to guard Kevin Durant. I feel like he has a secret sauce here to shutting down James Harden in this series. I mean, Miami didn't get to be the number one seed in the East by no reason. I mean, as much as I think that there's definitely something wrong there, I feel like they can pull it together and get past Philadelphia. Philadelphia to I me mean, is a pack of frauds, and I feel like when the going gets tough, they pack it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing more to add.
0: Yeah, um, let's go back over now to the other matchup over here. We have the defending champion Boston Celtics as they'll be the lower seed taking on the on – the, uh, or the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Boston Celtics. The Celtics will have home court advantage in this series. I'll go first since your team's involved here.
1: Okay.
0: Look, guys, Celtics since January 1st started been the best team in the league. Milwaukee's the reigning champions, and I feel like a Milwaukee versus Phoenix rematch makes way too much sense. That's exactly why I'm going with the Boston Celtics to win this series. I just feel like the, the way that everything's played out this season, I just feel like there's no way we're going to see the rematch. You know, in sports, there's a lot of parity, and if I've learned anything, it's pretty damn hard to have a championship rematch. I feel like the other side of things – Well, in really the NBA
1: way. and maybe college football, they're probably the most prominent –
0: they're definitely the most prominent, but, like, this isn't like a LeBron big three juggernaut right. and a four Hall of Famer Spurs team, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's not – or, like, as Warriors, like, it's not the same thing, you know? So, the way I look at it here is I just feel like Boston's going to have the home court advantage. That's going to be tough for Milwaukee to deal with. Ultimately, they present a lot of mismatch problems. Robert Williams is going to be back. He's going to be huge. I mean, th- they almost beat the Bucks the other night with playing their backups. I feel like Marcus Smart's going to do something. Drew Holiday's offense is very hit or miss – Ultimately, I feel like Jason Tatum's going to have his – I feel like Jason Tatum in this playoffs is going to come into his own. I mean, he already – don't get me wrong. Jason Tatum's already up there. But I think Jason Tatum's going to move himself down enough up a few notches as one of the better players in the league, like maybe even crack like the top six or so. I think it's time, man. Jason Tatum's been that guy. It's his time to step up and do it here. I think Tatum and Brown get it done.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's made the conference finals twice already. Yeah. This isn't like uncharted waters for him. Um, I think – At the bottom line, Boston should have Rob Williams for this series. They'd have home court. Um, Milwaukee would have ducked them, ducked them, or they, whatever. I don't know what's the correct wording, but they did have the opportunity to get home court themselves by ducking Brooklyn. Um, No, I'm rolling with the Celtics in seven. I think it's going to be another. So this is kind of uh, reminiscent of that 08 Celtics team that. Every round they played, in the, well, at least the first two, went six and seven, uh, went seven game series. They went seven against that yeah. Hawks that had Joe Johnson, Josh Childress, Josh Smith, uh, and then eight. Forgot
0: seasons. about Zaza.
1: And Zaza, yeah. And then they went seven games against the uh, the Cavs in the next round. That LeBron, it was really just LeBron. I don't even think yeah. Bill Williams was on that team yet. Um, so this is a little bit reminiscent of that to me. So I'm going Boston in seven. That home game in the Garden. If, if Boston can get to a game seven in the garden, I'd have a hard time picking against them no matter who the team is.
0: Absolutely. The only player I can think of off the top of my head that I've seen go in a game seven when like the Celtics have like a championship yeah. level team and win LeBron James. So, I mean, I don't see LeBron James. Giannis is pretty damn good. Hey, maybe this could be Giannis's moment. I don't think it's going to be. The other thing I want to say too, going back to Brooklyn, if somehow Brooklyn was to get past Boston, I definitely don't think they get past Milwaukee. Think about what Kevin Durant did last year in the postseason. I mean, he's going to have to do pretty much similar to that once again, and I just don't see it happening.
1: And that's what I was saying. Like, if you were just going to pick, like, they asked you, like, now we're doing this series by series. But if they were just like, who's your pick to win the East? Or if you had to, like, go odds yeah. or whatever, I think Milwaukee's probably your best pick just because they don't have to deal with the – both Brooklyn and Boston. They only got to deal with the winner of that. Yeah. But when we're going series by series, well, I kind of like Boston more, anyways.
0: Yeah. The last thing I want to say before we move before we move to conference finals is the the other thing, like too, that I just feel kind of weird about with this series is, or we're just with the like the way that everything is in the East and whatnot, and like picking a champion is. I just feel like that it's the East is too jumbled up. Like those three teams are the juggernauts and they're all in the same bracket. I mean, obviously if you put a, put a gun to my head right now, Arya, and you said, yo, pick who's, who's going to play in the NBA finals. I mean, I would pick the rematch between the Suns and the bucks because I'm not putting any money on this. I'm picking Boston, man. I just feel like it's not going to happen. So that's what I'm going to pick. Anyway, let's go, let's go to our conference finals. Now. We actually weirdly both have the Celtics versus the heat. I think we all both know where we're going. I'm going with the Celtics again, man. Celtics have been the best team in the Eastern Conference. I think they would firmly have the one seed if Robert Williams didn't get hurt in, if they didn't choose to rest their guys in some back-to-backs down the stretch at the end of the season. I think Jason Tatum's that dude. I think there's some fundamental problems in Miami. I feel like they can expose Miami, and they're going to match up well if you're going to have Rob Williams on BAM. I think Jimmy Butler, look, one thing people aren't talking about, Jimmy Butler shot 9% from three in in the month of March. 9%. Jimmy Butler's hurt all the time. He's not going to hold up through the entire playoffs. So I call him Jimmy Bumler, will not be able to match up with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown Celtics win at seven again I think it's going to go the distance
1: uh so you know this is a rematch obviously of the East Finals from two yeah. years ago in the bubble where Miami beat Boston um I think the biggest difference now is the Rob Williams x-factor He's, he really matters that much they wouldn't even have honestly they're not going to have him on Bam they like to play him off the uh they'd probably put him on Tucker have him roam around on defense, probably yeah. put Horford on Bam. So that's why I really like this matchup, a team that
0: – Ooh, I like that Miami. too. What's that? I like those matchups better too. Yeah,
1: and that's why the thing, when I was talking about like the Philly matchup, I'm like, man, Miami can match up with them every position as I was going through it and changed my mind. Boston, on the other hand, I think Horford can hold his own against Bam. You have Rob on Tucker, who's essentially uh, zero on offense. Yeah. You've got the wings and Tatum and Brown that can – Matchup up with Butler and whoever else that they'd have, and uh, I guess it would be Struce maybe, and then um, Smart versus Lowry. Like I love the matchup in our in our favor, um, and obviously I think Tatum's the best player in that series, which would be the first time, assuming this predictions hold, be the first time in his playoffs and for this season that he would be the best player in the series because he's not yeah. better, he's not better than Youngs. Um, and I think if we're picking Boston to get through those two teams where those other two teams will have the best player in the series. It'd be tough to say, well, they're not going to get through the team that they would have it. Um, and I'm going Boston in six. I would love to beat Miami. They beat us in 2020, obviously the bubble season, 2012, that was the year LeBron his first ring. And we were up three, two in the garden. And that was probably either the best game or it's a top five game of LeBron's career, no doubt. But, um, when he had the look, you know, which one I'm talking about. Um, They beat us in that one Then beat us in seven back in Miami. They beat us in 2011 in a five game series. That was the first year of their big three when they lost to Dallas, like Boston needs to get this revenge against Miami. Um, I want them to, and I'm picking them, not just because I want them to, but I like the matchup for us. Celtics, the NBA finals.
0: I'm with you on that one, man. It's going to be, Let's Put it this way, I think there's going to be some sort of big time upset over here in the east. I, lo- I like the way that we have it both playing out. I mean, he'd been the best team. All- I mean, the heat do have the best record. I think the Celtics have been the best teams, and it's mattered. So, be interesting to see how everything plays out in the eastern conference. Flip over here to the western conference. We have a 1 8 matchup here. It is yet to be determined. To either be the Clippers or the Pelicans based off the offense of Phoenix Suns. Like, I'm not going to waste too much time on this, guys. If the Pelicans play the Suns here, they're going to get swept. I think the Clippers can win one game. I, I think really they'll
1: place. I thought we had the Clips.
0: Yeah, I saw so the Clippers, or it so said it'd be either the Clippers or the Pelicans oh, playing I the Sun. You. Yeah, the Pelicans play. I mean, it'll be over and four. And I think those games will be the, probably the most unwatchable games of the, in the entire playoffs. On the flip side of things, the Clippers come. I think the Clippers can play them in some close games. I mean, forget that is a conference finals rematch. I just don't think the Clippers are the same team. This Suns team is nasty. I think the Suns team is better than they were last year. They're deeper than they were last year. I think the Suns get it done in four, and for the main reason being is just the depth, man. I just feel like they have the depth of Mikkel Bridges on on Paul George. I mean, Reggie Jackson versus Chris Paul. I mean, it's a no brainer, guys. The Suns have the better matchup. I think across the table.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick. Pe- uh, I was about to say Phoenix, so Phoenix. Um, I'm definitely going to pick the Suns. Um, they're, uh, obviously, like, you know, Western Conference Finals rematch, like you yeah. said. Um, and that Western Conference Finals won six. Now, and I know this may sound kind of dumb, but, like, Patrick Beverly isn't on this Clippers team anymore. And he was a big difference maker in that West Finals because he was actually, like, locking up Devin Booker. Um, and... They don't have that guy anymore. I think Booker can run wild. And, you know, Beverly's one of those guys that, like, depending on who he matches up with, it's, he can really shut someone down and be yeah. pass. Like, against someone like Kanchich, who's bigger, maybe not so much, but he was he really did a good job against Booker. They don't have him. Um, you know, outside of him, they really kind of do have the same team. But Phoenix, I think, is just on that mission this year. I, I think they win in five. I think the Clipper steal one just because they did kind of play them well last year. Fair. Um, now, the only X-Factor, what if Kawhi comes back? I mean, I think this is a, a la like the Ben Simmons thing we've it's been talking happening. about. Like how you just in the playoffs and uh, well, even if it does happen, like how do you come back in the playoffs without playing a single game all regular season and uh, contribute at a high level? Um, so anyways, yeah, suns and five.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I agree with you completely on that. Suns and five. It'll be a fun series to watch, so I mean, it won't just be straight blowouts if it's the Clippers. Um Next series up here, we'll go right here with the two seven seed. We're gonna have the Memphis Grizzlies playing the Minnesota Timberwolves straight from the play plan. Um, look, I think this series is going to, Memphis is gonna give them get a little bit more than they can handle. I think the Timberwolves are gonna beat them in the first game, and then I think they'll play catch up. Ultimately, I think that this series is gonna end up going seven games. And here's why: Memphis, they don't really have any playoff experience outside of Stephen Adams. He's pretty much the only guy on this team that's really played oh, last in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, they lost in the first round, but like they that nobody has won a playoff series besides Steven Adams.
1: You okay, know? Sure.
0: Um Kyle I Anderson. Mean, of true yeah, I guess I forgot about Kyle. Yeah, Kyle Anderson yeah. and Steven Adams. But anyway the, I feel like John ja Morant's going to be the best player in the series and he's going to be able to take over. I think Memphis has the guys, though. Look, Carl Anthony Towns shit the bed in that first game and they still figure out a way to win the game. I don't think he's going to do that again. He could not have played stupider or more worse of a game and somehow they found a way to pull it out. I think Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, and John ja Morant is going to be great for the young guys in the game trading buckets the entire series. I think Ant-Man will have a couple games where he goes for 35-plus. I think D'Angelo Russell, though, is going to be the X factor for Minnesota, keeping it close. I think he's going to be able to score a lot of points. He gets everybody involved well on in offense. But ultimately, I just think John Morant's going to get free, man. I mean, this this team's built differently. You know I mean? They attack the middle of the lane so well, and they hit those floaters. That's what every single guy does well on their team. I just think there's a reason why Memphis was so damn dominant in the regular season and blew so many teams out. I do think this goes seven, but Memphis pulls it out.
1: Uh, I go Memphis as well. Uh, I say six just because I think it's going to be one of those where it's 2-2 and everyone's like, whoa, oh, what's going on here? And yeah. then the Grizzlies show that they're better than five and six. Like you said, Morant's clearly the best player. They got Depp, um, Desmond Bain, Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, all these guys, right? Uh, Brandon Clark, like they go deeper than that, too, to be honest. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, they uh, – and they have the best player in the series, which Minnesota has Townsend Edwards, who – You know, I I really do like them and I think they're building something there. Um, But I think this is going to be one of those series where Russell's going to I think Russell's going to kill them in this series. I think he's going to try and go toe to toe with Moran and he's just not that guy. So um, I'm going Grizzlies six. We can go next.
0: Yeah, let's go next series here um next series we're gonna have the three seed taking on the sixth seed this is the golden state warriors facing the Denver Nuggets golden states a three six seed is the nugs I'll defer to you on this one to go first Arya.
1: I mean the Jokic thing like we both said he was our MVP right and he's been doing a great job um all year keeping this team afloat that doesn't really have all that much talent I mean their second best players who Aaron Gordon um (laughs) yeah um, and it's remarkable that he had them like hovering close to a fifty-win game, fifty-win game team, right? Yeah. Um, and they got the uh, six seed, but you know, I think it ends here. Similar to, well, they actually they did win a playoff series last year when it was kind of the same thing. They did have Porter last year. Anyways, um, I think it, you know they, they he did a great job this season keeping them afloat. But the Jokic thing where he's You know, destroying teams in the regular season, I think it works a lot better when it's like a regular season thing as opposed to going against the same team uh, seven times two weeks or whatever, and they can really focus in zero on those other guys. I mean, if I was the Warriors, you'd try and make Jokic the scorer, right, and Mm. have all the other guys hold them at bay. Um, Now, the problem is they don't really have, like, the guy to defend Jokic. I mean, they thought they had him when they drafted Wiseman probably to have that center, that hasn't worked out, obviously. Looney is going to get all he can handle with Jokic. They don't – so they don't have the best way to defend him. But I think that goes to my strategy, which is let Jokic be the scorer. Don't let him beat you with his passing and um, getting all of these other role players. Because these guys are really just role players. None of them are – they don't have a yeah. And obviously the Steph, Clay, Draymond have played together at all, really, this mm-hmm. season. I mean, isn't there a stat that they played like 11 minutes together all season? Um because first it was Stefan Draymond, then yeah. it was Clay, and then it was Draymond and Clay. Um, but they, these guys don't need all those reps together because of how much battles they've been through together. I think outside of them, Milwaukee is the only other team that's like their core has won a championship together that's in these playoffs. So I'm going with the Warriors. Curry should be back for game one. Um, and I'm ready for playoff pool. So yeah, Warriors. Give me them in five.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Warriors and 5 as well. I just think they're I just think that the Nuggets are a little bit outmatched here in this series, you know? Like
1: yeah.
0: I think that really all that they have is Jokic and then like you said, it's really just Jokic. Steve Kerr got through the Western Conference so many times in some tough Western Conferences not off luck in having a stacked team. It's because he's a good coach and he knows what to do in these series. I mean, all the people who say, oh, Kevin Looney can't guard Jokic, well, no shit, but they have Draymond Green. and I mean, it's just kind of like when everyone said that Georgia or Alabama was going to be able to block Georgia on this SEC championship game. Steve Kerr knows that, guys. He's going to have a game plan set up to make Jokic uncomfortable and make him do uncomfortable things. Ultimately, I think the Warriors end up beating him in five as well. I think Jordan Poole and Curry on the floor together when that they're in there together are going to be too much for them to stop. And I think even without Curry, I mean, this team still played pretty well with just Jordan Poole in there. They almost beat the Suns at Phoenix and they had a lot of other big wins. Y'all forget how good that this home crowd is in Golden State going in there and winning is going to be something the Nuggets aren't going to be able to do. I think Golden State just has way too much offense Poole or Curry in there. They have way too much experience. I think five games here is plenty enough. Yeah. Um, next series up here, we have the four five matchup, Luka Doncic. Talk about. What?
1: A hard one to talk about without knowing the Doncic thing.
0: It is. So it looks like he's going to miss game one and two. And then you have the Utah Jazz. Obviously I'll start off on this. Actually, you know what? I'll let you go first since I'm a Doncic fan and y'all probably well, know where I'm I, going. I,
1: I, I'm a fan. I thought he should have been the first pick in his draft, by the way. Um, I'm on the record with that. So anyways, um, no, I mean. Without him, I don't think Dallas has a chance. Like he's – they're all, it's kind. Of, it's similar in a different way, obviously, to Denver where one guy is so impactful, so important um, to an offense, and that's what this team is. They play at such a slow pace. I think they play at the slowest pace in the league, Dallas, and it's really so Doncic can do everything that he needs to do uh, to be able to produce offense. Um, so without him, it's like – They have to; their entire style of play is disrupted. So I think he just means too much, and not having him is uh, a recipe for disaster for this team, especially when yeah, that Utah team is probably one of the weakest teams in the playoffs. I know that only they're the five seed; they're not at the very bottom or a playing team. But um, we've seen this team fizzle out playoff after playoff appearance. They've never made a conference finals together. Everyone I think kind of believes this is the last go around for the Gobert Mitchell whatever group. Um, for this core, um, but all that said, without Doncic, Dallas doesn't have, I think, the uh, the firepower to match it a su- not a superstar, but all star to reaching superstar level player in Donovan Mitchell. Um, by the way, I don't think we had him as an All NBA guard. Um, he's not, but he's at that level. I mean, he's he's played at it before. So yeah. I'm going with Utah in. And this is such a weird prediction to make just because we don't know about Doncic, but I'm going Utah in six.
0: Okay. So y'all obviously know what I want to do here. I got to go with the Mavs, man. Give me the Mavs to win this series. Look, First of all, the Mavs had a plus four net rating this year with Luka on the floor, which is eighth best in the NBA. Without him, they had a plus eight net rating, which is second best in the NBA, only to the Suns. Now, look, part of that could be because their second unit is probably better than other teams' second units, which could definitely have to do with it. So I'm not going to say number. a number is stats are not, end all, end all. That being said... I think bringing in Jalen Brunson here is huge for Dallas. I think, I mean, sorry, bringing in Spencer Dinwiddie is huge here for Dallas. Brunson and Dinwiddie can fill in for Luka. They still have Reggie Bullock. They still have Finney Smith, who's a great wing defender, and they still have Dwight Powell, Kaliba, and all those other guys. Dallas plays really good defense. Utah plays at a really slow pace. I think they can frustrate Utah, and ultimately – I just don't think Utah's that team, man. I mean, this chemi- the chemistry's off with this team 100%. There's so many weird things that have happened. Like, they blew that 26-point lead to the Clippers, and they asked Donovan Mitchell about um, what that um, – like, they asked Donovan Mitchell about it, and he said it's the same shit as last year. I mean, it's – I just feel like that things are off here in Utah. Ultimately, they all stand around and watch Donovan Mitchell go at the end of the games. Utah has not played well down the stretch of basketball games. I got Dallas getting it done here.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, it's just—I honestly, dude, I'd be with you if Dallas was uh, had a full had their best player. Like, I think they're much yeah. better. At the
0: well, also better too players. though, I think Luca is gonna come back at some point in this series. I feel like Luca will be back on the back half of the series, which will be huge for them. So, I'll definitely, I've got, I definitely—I've got—I got Dallas coming out of here in this one. It's gonna be a great series, though. It Should go seven games. I think
1: that's our first disagreement.
0: Yeah. No, that's hey, that's good. We finally had some disagreement. Um. So. Now we've gone through all the uh, series so far. let's break down the Western Conference in bracket style so we'll go back the number one seeds Phoenix Suns I haven't played Dallas you haven't played Utah. how many games does it take them to bump this other team out of here?
1: Uh, well again it's still tough but I think either or they would beat them I think in Utah's case they would beat them in five just because I don't think Utah's all that good. I think that core has ran its course and if Utah makes it, to the conference semifinals. It's only because they got, um, I don't know, fortune, it's the right word, but luck, they caught a break with the Doncic injury. Um, so I don't think like at that point, I would think Phoenix is, you know, the completely superior team. They win in five. Um, yeah, I would go with them hundred percent. And in, in Dallas's case, if somehow Dallas was to make it, you know, I think this would be kind of a little bit of a crowning achievement for them. Um, with Doncic finally winning the playoff series that he still hasn't. Yeah. Um, but I like Phoenix's matchup uh, against them, mainly the Aiton piece, just because you know when they traded Porzingis, they got thin, similar to how we were talking about with the Toronto Philly series, how Toronto's thin, doesn't have the doesn't have the personnel to match up with MB. Yeah. So, I and I and we saw Aiton last year in these playoffs, just like. E-teams, um, small mm. teams, the Clippers especially, which you could very well do this year against the Clippers if they make it. Um, so either way, Phoenix, Western Conference Finals. they've been the best team all year. I'd be shocked if they didn't make it this, that far, at least.
0: Phoenix has been the best team all year, and they can match up with you either way. If you want to pay fast, you want to play slow. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was going to pick Dallas to upset them before Luca got hurt. I simply can't do it anymore. I say Luca comes back. I think they can push them to six games. I think if they play Utah, they sweep Utah in four games, and I actually think they'll take care of them easier than they did the Clippers. I don't think Utah matches up well with Phoenix at all. I mean, they played Phoenix at the end of the season when Phoenix had nothing to play for, and Phoenix still came back and beat them by just devastating them in the fourth quarter. I think they're scared of this team, and quite honestly, I think they already know that even if they win, they have no chance. That's why I think they'll play unmotivated against Dallas here in the playoffs. I just think it's done in Utah. It's ran its course, like you said. I think the Phoenix takes care of them quick and easy. I'm not even gonna give y'all any more explanation. I don't think I need to waste any more time on it. Phoenix has got them, bro. Um, let's go to the go to the other side here. We're gonna have we both pick. we both went with the chalk here. We both have the two-seed play and the three-seed. So the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Golden State Warriors. I'm gonna go with an upset again here. I'm gonna take the three-seed Warriors. Look, I get it. Memphis has matched up well with Golden State over the last guess two seasons now. they knocked them. they almost beat them in the last game of the season last year. Then they beat them in the play-in game. Then this year, Memphis, I believe, was beat him. Th- it was either 3 1 or 4 0 in the regular season, either way that's the regular season you know last year's golden state team was not the same golden state team this year's golden state team is different i think this year's golden state team comes out pissed off and they say look y'all handles the regular season but this ain't the playoffs steve kerr is the superior coach here golden state has the experience i think they're going to be able to figure out ways to frustrate draymond or sorry uh, f- frustrate uh ja Morant, get the ball out of his hands i think draymond green's gonna be a nightmare their closing lineup's gonna be unreal in this series is they're gonna they're gonna make jaron jackson jr unable to be on the floor is there they're going to have out there Draymond Poole Curry Clay and Andrew Wiggins I think that's going to be the x-factor this series I got Golden State getting it done here in seven games it's definitely going to be a tough one
1: I hate that we like agree on almost all of these um but yeah to me this is like your basic case of uh you know the team that the regular season team without the playoff experience Mm -hmm. not battle tested and you know they have that incredible stat with how successful they are when John Morant's not playing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have depth, obviously. Depth doesn't mean that much in the playoffs when rotations get shortened. Um, all your accolades in the regular season obviously mean nothing in the playoffs. And they're going up, up against a battle-tested team. Um, I'll take Curry over. Honestly, I think I would take Curry over maybe anybody in the entire playoffs besides Durant, I think. Yeah. He's um, obviously, this wasn't like his best season. Curry, Durant, Giannis, I think that's a top three. Um, they're the only three guys in the playoffs that have won as the best player on a championship team. Anyways. Um, but, and yeah, because Kawhi's out too. Back to the point. Yeah, they're just the battle-tested team. I love Poole's addition. Obviously, we've been talking about that. The X factor for the Warriors is going to be Kaminga and how much you get out of him. I think you have to play him and you have to see what you get out of him, but I think Even though their three hasn't played together a lot this season, I'm going to trust their continuity, trust their experience, trust, honestly, Steph Curry being what I think he is, one of the best three or four guys in the world um, at basketball. So that's why I'm going with the Warriors. Um, Yeah. So then we got Warriors Suns West Finals.
0: Yeah. Warriors Sun West Finals. Um, Look, I want to go with the Warriors here. I simply can't do it, though. Phoenix has been the best team in the league all season long. They definitely have had some slip-ups along the road playing Golden State in the regular season. Ultimately, though, I just feel like that Phoenix is a much better team. I think Mikael Bridges really is going to be the X factor in this series. I think he's going to be able to step up and play some defense. I also think Chris Paul is – I mean, Chris Paul, Booker are going to be able to go at these guys defensively between Curry and Poole. It's not going to work against them. Also, I think Aiden's a mismatch nightmare for them in the middle. I mean, the thing is, Jokic doesn't have anybody around him. I think Aiton, with all the guys they have around him and in the role Aiden plays, I think he's going to be a nightmare. I mean, think about it. They're going to be putting Kevin Looney in pick and rolls the entire series. That's not going to be good. They're going to have to go small with Draymond. Draymond cannot match up on Aiden at all. I think ultimately the Suns just have too many guys and they're just a mismatch nightmare. There's a reason why the Suns dominate everybody in the regular season. I think Phoenix is going back to the NBA Finals.
1: So, yeah, and I look back at that their first matchup, like earlier this season, um, where, A, like you said, Golden State can't match up with Aiton. Like they drafted a guy who they thought was going to be their franchise who just hasn't played basketball um, all that much for them. So they don't really have a way to defend Aiton. Mikel Bridges, on you basically said it all. Mikel Bridges on Curry, I think, will be a problem. And then the other thing is, when it comes down to the end of the games, Phoenix has two guys who can control the ball and you can trust to go get you a bucket. Golden State is one. Um, I think they can put the pressure on Curry, make him tired at the end of these games, and I don't think he can do it all against himself, against a team like this um, that has those two guys and Chris Paul and Booker. And then I think the other part is, you know Chris Paul. If you remember that uh, twenty fourteen series, Warriors Clippers, um, where the Clippers beat the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. That was kind of the app from that moment on. That really started the Warriors dynasty. Like they got yeah you know, it was their second time in the playoffs, but that was like they really got battle tested. Realized maybe they weren't as good as they thought they were, and then they go on that incredible run, make five straight finals, win yeah. three. Yeah. Um, but point I'm trying to make is when Chris Paul plays Steph Curry, I I think he thinks he's better than him still. Like I don't think there's like any sort of deference um, at all. I think Chris Paul always has believed he's the best point guard in the league. And why shouldn't he believe that? He's been incredible for what, 15, 16 years now. Um, So yeah, Uh, more than that, I think. But anyways, um, I'm going with the Suns. They've been the best team all year. The matchups well sons Celtics NBA finals.
0: Yeah. The other thing too, we didn't mention, you know, I think cam Johnson's also an X factor because cam Johnson's another huge three and D wing. I mean, he can stroke it and he can play some defense. I think he's another X factor and good mismatch. Well, the sons of bodies guys, They're just a deep team. And I mean, you saw it all season long. They dealt with Chris Paul and Devin Booker injuries. And they still had the best record in the league. Think about that. How many teams had their two best guys missed time and still have one that had the best record in the league. Nobody um let's go here to our nba finals though we both have the celtics versus the suns Arya, i already know you're gonna pick your celtics to win it all tell me why they're gonna win it
1: no i'm not um i'm gonna go with the suns see i i can be i can i'm realistic when it comes to them yeah uh, i would pick the suns i you know i was we were talking about the celtics miami series about how i think boston matches up so well with them well i think we i, I don't think we match up all that well against phoenix right like I don't like the idea of throwing Horford on Eaton, okay? Rob Williams can't really do his floating thing um, because Phoenix has offensive weapons everywhere. You can't really, like, play Rob Williams off J. Proud or Cam Johnson because then they'll hit you with a three, right? Um, Tatum, I obviously love Tatum. I think he's one of the most talented forwards, but they have Bridges who can uh, match up with him. They have Booker and Paul who – you know, Marcus Smart can try and guard one of them, right? But then there's the other. And I know you could say Brown can be on the other one, but I don't know if Brown can stay up with Booker or stay up with Paul, especially like if you're asking him to do it for a whole series. Like we don't have, maybe he can, but I, I don't know. I, I think those guys are at a different level. Um, I would go with the Suns. I, like I said from the beginning, I think they're a team on a mission. I think Chris Paul is. Determined to win that ring, and Chris Paul is probably my favorite or second non or second favorite non-Celtic ever. Mm-hmm. um So you know, if we win, it'd be obviously great to win a title, but it wouldn't be all that great feeling like we took a ring from Chris Paul. And if he beats us, like yeah, it'd suck uh, losing uh NBA Finals, but at the same time, like I, uh, I I want Chris Paul to win a championship. I think he deserves it. I think no one. Honestly, I don't think there's many players in the league that work as hard as him. You know, players, you know, the new thing post on social media, you're shooting threes in the empty gym in the middle of August. Everyone does that now. The Ben Simmons special, right? Um, but uh, Simmons special. Chris Paul is one of those guys that, like, you know, when, when people say they're working, like, he's really working. You can just see it. Like, you hear all the stories, how he goes to plant based, how people thought his career was done maybe like three years mm-hmm. ago after. The last season he had in Houston, um, and for him to like honestly make an NBA Finals last year to have the team with the best odds to make it this year is just a testament to his greatness, his longevity, his passion, his drive, and I think he's I think he gets the job done this year, and that is my uh, my whole Chris Paul thing. So,
0: do you like Chris Paul? I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you put it pretty well there. Yeah, I mean, I just think Phoenix. Look, a lot of times, the team that loses in the championship, like I know it's a thing, especially the team that loses in the Super Bowl, they don't make the playoffs the next year. Hint, hint, Cincinnati Bengals. Anyway, um,
1: That's I feel a little like little different though. We've seen it with Miami. We've seen it with Cleveland. We've seen it with the Lakers. Uh, the Kobe Gasol go-
0: Golden State. Even you know, Golden State lost. I mean, obviously they didn't win, but they, right. won, they lost and then They're they it like
1: four times in like the last ten years.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's different yeah. in the NBA, but also too. I mean. Phoenix could have been upset. Chris Paul could have said, you know, I can't stay healthy and my career. is probably over for all the reasons he said. But, no, he kept working. He figured out a way to make his body more healthy. And, I mean, this team, they they could have, you know, walked through the regular season, said, you know, playoffs are more important. We'll play then. You know, we'll try them. No. They said they will want to come out every single night. We want to devastate you guys, and we want to be one of the best regular season teams that we've seen in a long time. And that's exactly what they did here. I just think Phoenix, man, they're too deep, too many bodies, too many guys. I think Phoenix is the best team in the league ultimately, and I think that's why they end up getting it done. I think Boston takes us to six games, but I think Phoenix is just going to be too much for them.
1: Yeah, I, I like Phoenix in six. Um, I'm not going to root for it, but if it happens, I won't be as mad as I might be if it if it wasn't for Chris Paul. So.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a great pick. Um, yeah, before the season started, actually, I picked the Suns to beat the Hawks. Obviously, the Hawks are not there, so that was a terrible pick by me. But um, actually, no, I think I picked the Nets. One. What? What
1: would you say? My preseason prediction was Nets Lakers. That worked out, right? Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> well, one of the teams is still in, I guess. So.
0: Yeah, hey, I wish we could have seen that matchup. That would have been fun. But um, no, nah, this is uh, I think everything's gonna play out that way. Um. Anything else I think we need to add? This is a long one.
1: What's the runtime? Can you see it?
0: Um, no, Zoom doesn't show you the specific runtime, but if I had to guess, we're probably getting close to an hour.
1: Okay, then let's stop. I was going to do a whole F1 thing, but, you know, <laughs> did that did, did that get good feedback?
0: Yeah, everybody said did they anyone listen the f- to the f Yeah, everyone said the F1 part was their favorite part of last podcast.
1: Oh, well, I'll save a 20-minute breakdown of why Ferrari's car is so good this season.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll save that one for uh, next week's I'll save, podcast.
1: I'll save that for the F1 podcast this summer. <laughs> yeah, Just fair kidding. enough. I yeah. couldn't yeah. break down a
0: <laughs> I couldn't tell you maybe but five racers. Actually, I can, I can name more F1 racers than I can hockey players. I'm very confident in that. Maybe even more F1 racers than yeah. hockey teams. Anyway, Aria, I appreciate you coming on once again, man.
1: Yeah, go Celtics.
0: Hey, hey, once again, I appreciate everyone who tuned in. Hopefully I'm wrong and my Hawks end up winning the NBA championship. But anyway, we appreciate everyone who tuned in. We'll talk to you all again soon.